Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comment. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. And that's all happening right here. And welcome back, guys. Got Kyle Magnum, Chi-Town Mark. How's it going, guys? It's good, Rowdy. Uh, we got some snow here in the oh. northeast, and uh, we got a, a pretty uh, jam-packed show tonight. Hey, absolutely, guys. I'm, I'm back. I'm off of mute. I forgot where I was, guys. Uh, no, it is Monday night. The the intro was right. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We have the Chili Bowl. Uh, there's other racing going on, uh, and we're coming up really quick on the uh, 24 Hours Rolex at uh, Daytona, which Rowdy and Daytona are going to cover for us. And uh, Speed Fest at Cordell, Georgia, and Chris Motorsports Park. Uh, we got some uh, guests lining up for them for next week. So busy, busy. I don't think there really was an off season this year, was there, guys? Not at my end. Mm-mm. Well, let's see, Rowdy, you've been to a couple races. Kyle, you've been to a couple races, uh, and we're only in the third week of January already. So uh, it's just going to get bigger and better. And boy, 2022 is looking very exciting uh, for us. And uh, the racing world, isn't it, guys? Yeah, uh, yeah. hey, uh, we're already halfway through January, so uh, February's fixing to be around the counter. Uh, Kyle, what's happening in PA with you? Well, guys, we just wrapped up the uh, 2022 Eastern Motorsport Press Association convention over the weekend at the uh, Best Western Genetti Hotel in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. What a convenience for me um, having it there, um, living well, originally living 15 minutes from there, and again to see my father and Dino and Earl and everybody else. So, uh, good a weekend, you know. Um, got to meet Rich Corbett formally. Um, didn't win the Photographer of the Year award, but still, um, still cool to see him there and show up. And I know he got he made it to Columbus, Ohio last night until um, the snow hit. So, yeah. And the same thing with Aaron Creed. Uh, he made it to uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia last night before the snow hit. So uh, two guys, you know, you want to keep your eye on this year. You know, they're two really good guys. And, um, you know, we got a lot to talk about tonight. we got we got Mark Eigeldinger at 710 Eastern. I think I got his name right. We'll find out here in a few minutes. But uh, northeastern Pennsylvania driver, uh, races at Evergreen and Mahoning. Um, just ran the Daytona Arca test for uh, fast track racing in Annie Hillenburg. So um, another another uh, P- uh, Northeast PA driver taking the leap to Arca, just like Stephanie Moyer did last year. So uh, yeah, we don't know what his plans are yet, but uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get to figure them out tonight. And uh, that's not all. 7:30 Eastern, 6:30 Central. We got the Arca Communications Director Charlie Crawl. Um, I'm ready for that. I know Mark and I were talking about that earlier today. I don't know how that's going to go, but uh, we'll figure it out. 
So uh, that's basically what we got tonight. Um, a lot of ARCA and jam packed. Uh, working on some other guests as well. Um, we got we got Dino lined up here in a few weeks, and um, you know we'll be by the time we hit February and we hit the Bush Light Clash, uh, it'll be time for uh, racing the commence of Volusia and then New Smyrna and then Daytona. So uh, got a lot coming up. Man, we have a lot coming up, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're gonna have to keep up with us on on the social media sites to be able to know where we're at. And then we'll, well, well, I'm going to show you where we're at. Kyle is going to uh, put our schedules up on races we're planning on to film this year on the website. So go to our site, howdymaglike.com. Kyle's going to take care of us, if I'm not mistaken. Or I'm, Either that or I'm putting Kyle in the, under the bus right now. But one way or another, we're going to have our schedules up on the, on the website, Rowdy. And the, you'll be able to track us down and uh, find us even more easier than last few years well that uh q and r code we got now that takes you and directs you straight to the rowdymaglite.com site and then kyle's added the two buttons that directs you from there and appreciate it kyle that that's, that works great the yeah, site works nice and uh when you throw those nice two big buttons on the front page for the show and the youtube page that doesn't hurt either no, the button, that that really helps, Kyle. It, we're gonna see well, a difference when you when, when immediately when you see us at the racetrack for Daytona when that we got that Q and R code, and people can use their smartphone and and scan that banner and and know exactly what it's all about. Get rowdy, uh. Basically, uh, yeah, it's a, you know, definitely we've come a long way, and you know, and I, I was telling the story over the weekend at the EMPA convention about us, and you know, basically just just coming in and then finally just revamping the whole site and trying to make it clearer and more and better nav, nav, nav navigable. Can't even say that word right. Better navigation, I guess you could say. And uh, you, you know, it. I cleaned it up a lot, and uh, you know, have my articles page, our schedule page. And what's nice, guys, is that, um, you know, especially with the EMPA convention over the weekend, um, a lot of schedules are coming out now, season schedules. Uh, you know, I know Clinton County's is out now, Grandview Speedway's out, Sealand Grove's out, Williams Grove's out. I mean, everybody is starting, you know, all these schedules are coming out now. And, you know, Bloomsburg Fair Raceway, um, you know, a lot of – that that definitely circled on my list. Um, two all-star races there this year, uh, April 21st and August 24th. I'm um, going to bookend the season there at Bloomsburg, so really looking forward to that, you know, and uh, one one uh, quick note before I throw it back to you guys, um, you know, my father um, got to meet Dino and Earl uh, Saturday night at the uh, the Genetti uh, oh, Best boy. Western in Wilkes-Barre, and, um, you know, what, what a treat, um, you know, to, to finally meet those guys, you know, I always talk about them to my father, and, you know, we grew up listening to them in Pocono Raceway, I know they've heard that story 500 times. But, um, you know, that's how it is. You know, that's how it's been for 20 years. You know, I grew up with these guys, and now I'm I'm not, I'm standing next to them and talking with them. And, you know, and I, I, I'm going to just share this quote quick. Um, you know, Dino basically said to my father, he's like my lost long son. Long lost son. I can't say it right, but you know what? You get the point. We do. Well, you know, our little brother Kyle and Rowdy, 
Uh, you and I did get quite the comment from Dino this past weekend, didn't we, Kyle? He said he actually yeah, he likes, likes you guys. guys. Yeah, he likes you guys. Yeah, that's, that's all that matters. You get the Dino stamp of approval. That's all you need. Well, you know, the all great right. thing about that, Kyle, meeting you that same year, but you know how I got the Earl was through Pam, meeting her down in the uh, media center and then being able to go up. Mm-hmm. And then they know, and then then here comes your tie-in with they know. It, it just, I, it was just a trip that was meant to be. It, it was great being up in the uh, the tower with the announcers and watching the action going on for a while on Saturday afternoon at Pocono. Uh, we had uh, Kyle, we had Dino, we uh, and then it wasn't but about three four hours later, Rowdy. After spending the entire day and covering two races for the most part, I think he may have skipped out a little early on the afternoon, later afternoon race. Went to Mahoning Valley and does his announcing there with another great announcer. And lo and behold, not only does he just announce, he runs down the hill out of the track, does the interview Very after the race. Yeah. And he runs back up it. He doesn't walk. He runs up that hill. and. Uh, he- yeah. He just wanted you guys to know, and I know you guys already know this, he also does it at Big Diamond every Friday night as well. Yeah. Hopefully we can get there someday too, Kyle. Yeah, Big Diamond's a nice track, guys. And, um, you know, especially with the uh, Alex Jankowski story, I know we've, we've talked about it a few times. And Hi, Kyle. Him winning the Cold got... Cracker 72 at the end of the year and then going to Charlotte, winning that race, you know, hours hours before when his Hi. grandfather died, you know. Um, right. Still, Kyle, I mean, that's, I that's, guess... that's just a good wow. story, you know, Kyle, good, I mean, not, not good for the death, but a, good, a feel-good story, you know, for that family. Right. Well, Rowdy, we got our first guest up, I believe. Or am I wrong? No. Yep, we do. Take it away, Kyle. Hey, guys, let's uh, bring on a uh, first-time guest on the Rowdy Maglite Show, ARCA Racing Series driver and fellow Northeastern Pennsylvania Guy, uh, we have Mark Eigeldinger on the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing hey, all uh, right. Uh, Mark, Rowdy, what do you got? Uh, Mark, first thing, you know, being new to the show, kind of what got you started into racing and got you to where you was at this weekend to be able to go down and test in Daytona? How, what was the road like to get to that? Uh, definitely a long road. Um uh, my family's always been involved in racing. My dad's been in racing his whole life. And uh, I got into it when I was about 24 years old. Out in California, I raced on the dirt tracks. And I moved back to Pennsylvania, ran some races at Evergreen and Mahoning. Met some people. Uh, Stephanie Moyer, she ran for ARCA last year with Andy Hillenberg. And that's pretty much how I got the connection in the ARCA for this year. Uh, being able to go down and, and test with uh, Fast Track and uh, just being able to be around Andy Hillenberg is pretty incredible, isn't it? Oh, yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, smart, very smart man, and uh, it was an honor to drive one of his cars at Daytona. Well, let's let's talk about your season. What you got on your mind to, to do with the Fast Track for the 2022 season? And right now our main focus is uh, running Pocono. Um, 
we're still working out some details, trying to get a few more races on the schedule. There's nothing uh, slated for a full season this year. We're going to maybe work on that next year. But I came into 2022 focused on my late model, running uh, locally. But now with this opportunity with Andy, we're going to switch our focus to him, see where that goes. Well, hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. You've got the other Mark. I'm Chi-Town Mark, and uh, we're so glad to have you on tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. How many years of racing do you have behind you? I have about 10 years. Um, okay. So I, I was active duty in the Navy when I started racing. So I was, like, trying to race in between deployment and training and everything. So I never wow. really had, like, an entire full season until about two years ago. So when I actually ran for, like, my first championship. Cool. Well, thank you for your service, too, besides being on the show. that's uh, uh, We're oh, very grateful you. for that. Now, what's uh, what was your biggest – you go to Daytona. I mean, that's a big, big facility. And you just basically put the foot down and try to go as fast as you can. What's the mentality? Was he, what was your mentality going into that, Mark? Yeah, it's, uh, definitely I talked to a lot of people before going out there, trying to take mental notes. But that's basically what it comes down to, is just putting your foot down and holding on. Um, it was quite the experience. But Andy has uh, great cars and a great crew. Um, everything worked out like we wanted it to. Ran some... Uh, Good lap times and came out of there with pretty much approval to run the full season if we wanted to. So it was a success in our book. Well, I mean, if you can uh, go to that test and be able to run. Now, say, uh, does it also say qualify you to run the Xfinity or tracks also, or is it just ARCA? Uh, this is just for ARCA. Um, okay. Maybe next year we're going to what we can do for uh, trucks or Xfinity. Oh, I was asking more out of curiosity than anything if maybe you possibly, but well, hey, congratulations on that, Mark. Uh, I Thank know we're going to turn you, we're going to turn you back over to your home state buddy here, uh, Mr. Kyle, and I know he's got a couple of two or three good questions for you. We appreciate your being on. You're more than welcome to call us and be on anytime you like, and uh, uh, give us a shout, please. And uh, congratulations on getting ready to run a full season if you could, and. Uh, well, that, that's quite the accomplishment. Uh, go from there, my friend, and we'll see you at the racetrack soon. All right. Thank you very much. Sounds good. Hopefully uh, I can call back soon with some good news. I appreciate it. Call back anytime. Kyle, what you got for the other Mark this evening? Hey, Mark, it's Kyle. I, first of all, I want to just say thank you for coming on tonight. Um, you know, the ties with the area and um, you testing for Andy Hillenberg and mentioning Stephanie Moyer. My first question for you is, um, can you just describe what it's like to race at tracks like Evergreen and Mahoning and being on those really short tracks in northeastern Pennsylvania? Yeah, there's a a lot of competition in the northeast. A lot of great drivers came out of that area. Um, Past recent years, uh, Martin and Ryan Truex, they've raced these tracks. Um, Matt Hirschman, he's still running the Modifieds. He's still winning weekly. So uh, a lot of great drivers out there in the Northeast. 
my second question is, uh, who was the biggest help to you during the entire Daytona test? Who was who your biggest mentor to help you get around that place? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people, but Will Kimball, he had a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of details. We rode around in the pace car a couple laps. He showed me what lines to run, what gear to come off the pit road in, what to come on pit road in. He's had a, a lot of laps on that track. And Andy has quite a few laps, too. He was pretty helpful. <laughs> My last question for you is, uh, you know, we were, we were talking earlier, um, you know, I mean, you know what? I mean, what, what's what are your goals? I mean, what are? I know you talked a little earlier. You want to move up and everything, but I mean, what 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 would be a, a respectable finish? Let's say you run, you're going to run Pocono. What what would be a respectable finish for you to uh, you know maybe complete all the laps and, and and get the whole race in? Yeah, right. Um, I would say a respectable finish would be a top 15. I would love a top 10 first time out. Um, all this Arca deal happened so quick. Andy called me two weeks ago to come down. Um, everything's falling into place. Like I said, our main focus was late models this year, but with this new opportunity, we're going to see how far we can go in ARCA this year. Well, Mark, I, speaking for me and, and the other Mark and Kyle, we yeah. will be at that race at Pocono, and I'm looking forward to seeing you make and making a few laps and kind of hearing your feedback of what it's like going around the tricky triangle. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait either. Uh, Mark, <laughs> you don't talk about uh, anybody that sponsors that helped you get to uh, where you're at now and it's going to help you get through this season. Your sponsors. Yeah, definitely. Um, our late model program, they have uh, our sponsors been with us for the past three years. Kavanaugh's grill and mountaintop. Three guys, Sports Bar and Grill, they're also on Mountaintop. Two Jacks, Cycle and Power Sports from Wilkes Bear. Heron Electric, they're out of Mountaintop. Uh, Michael Moots Candies, they're out of Wilkes Bear. They're actually in the old uh, McGlynn Race Shop down in Hanover. Wow. Uh, cool. Early Detective Agency, he's been great. Um, Jason Bryan, Snap On Truck. And then we got new sponsors this year, Compro Concrete Contracting and the Reading and Northern Railroad. They're helping out with late models and ARCA, so they were a big deal with us going down to Daytona. Well, you know, Mark, uh, a good thing is you, you're going to be able to offer them some kind of signage on your car at a NASCAR event and be part of it. And that's going to be pretty awesome at Pocono. That should make it a little easier to sell for you. Oh yeah. We're excited. Mark, tell everybody <laughs> where we can keep up with you and follow you for the, during your, uh, 2022 season, man. Yeah. You can follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Dinger racing. Those are my racing pages. Um, I'm still pretty new to Twitter. So, I'm told that's like the main focus for the Arca series there. They got a lot of following there. So still learning on the social media side, but you can follow me at Dinger Racing. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. At times like Great this, show. I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver. 
and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts. Because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track. All right. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Rowdy. That was for this this mark. <laughs> and you, you, know, you know, it's when you give those guys the time to talk about your sponsors that, to me, that means the most. And then they can share this this episode, and, hey, and listen to it, and it may, it's got to make them feel good to hear them called out. And I like being part of that. I think anybody does, Rowdy, Kyle. Uh, we enjoy it ourselves, let's face it, or we would be doing this. And uh, But we really need love and enjoy racing. But I think the one thing I enjoy, Rowdy, is uh, these first few time interviews with some of these local drivers. Uh, some people are just motor mouths like you and I, Rowdy and Kyle. And then they're a little bit more reserved, and uh, you kind of got to coax them a little bit there. But as the interview goes along and the more time they spend with us, the smoother things get, the more talkative and easy it is for them also. So, yeah, we give them a chance to practice because, let's face it, interviews are a big thing in motorsports. If you want to advance, you got to be able to sell that darn sponsor, right? Yes, you do. You, you absolutely do. Uh, you know, they guys that – should have been and could have been NASCAR stars, but they just didn't have that look it take, took to be that, and or the, you know the skills to be that. Besides driving, uh, that's just the way it is. I'm, I don't make the rules. I just kind of stand back and see them formed. Well, you know, Rowdy, I think maybe a couple of our regular listeners might be out there, and I hope you guys are listening this evening. Uh, 7K Racing, and uh, Twin Cities boy, Terry Burnham. You know what, guys? Yep. We have a little news to talk about with them, and if they've got time, Rowdy, let's have them call a little later after our next guest, and uh, we need to chat with them. Congratulations to Teddy. Uh, he was Rookie of the Year, guys, at Elko Speedway in the late model. First year in a late model, Rookie of the Year, on an extremely limited budget. Uh, I'm really proud to, to be able to say I know that, that, that whole gang, Rowdy, because they do so much with what they're allowed, and it was a big learning curve for them. They'd never run that series either, so congratulations, 7K Racing. Hey, Action Jackson, Josiah, uh, we don't want to forget about you and your beautiful little sister there. Uh, it's a really a family event with mom and dad also, so congratulations to all you guys. All right, hey, that's pretty good, rookie year. Uh, Rowdy, they've never run that division before. Uh, it's so to jump from the small, smaller chassis uh, powered cars to uh, the situation they were in to a, a full blown D8 late model with the bigger tires and the power and. Everything that goes with it, and uh, uh, they're like that little engine that could. They chugged along, and uh, hey, 
he got better each race. Uh, you, you could, Terry was really good about keeping us informed on that. And, uh, yeah, rookie of the year title. So great, uh, congratulations, Cotsvade family. Uh, give us a shout, guys. We're here. Kyle, any shockers on the uh, scheduling that come out on your local tracks? Anything that kind of jumped out? Yeah, I think I think the most the most disappointing thing is probably the USAC midgets and the All Star Circuit of Champions not returning to Grandview Speedway. Um, that was a little upsetting. Um, really like Grandview, and uh, you know, actually one of one of their their All Star day actually went to Bloomsburg. Um, going to be running the same night, so a uh, little bit of a bummer there. But you know, Sealand's Grove schedules are out. Clinton County, I mean, everybody's schedules are starting to come out. Port Royal, I'm hoping to be back there. So uh, you know, hoping to get back to Baps Motor Speedway, Susquehanna Speedway, the old Susquehanna Speedway. I'm hoping to get there at some point, and uh, just hoping to get back on the dirt. You know, hopefully uh, we'll see how it goes here in the next few months. I uh, know we still got a. Still got some events to get through in the Northeast. We still got the the motorsports show this weekend in near Philadelphia, and then we got Atlantic City Indoor Race. So um, busy stuff going on. And uh, you know, uh, like I said, we you know we had the Chili Bowl over the weekend and the EMPA convention. So um, guys, that 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 uh, that Chili Bowl A main started really late. I think it was about 12:30 Eastern when uh, the green flag finally fell on that race. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Kyle, I'm you a, maybe know, because Rowdy, Rowdy and I were talking earlier. Who did Tanner Thorson drive Arca? Was it not the Venturinis a couple of races? Yeah, it was the Venturinis, I think. I think both races were the Venturinis. I think they were the dirt races. Maybe Great Salem. I think he may have ran a Salem, too. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. I, we, I was just trying to jog my memory in Rowdy's a little bit, too. I thought he had. So thanks, Kyle. Boy, you'd have the answer to that. Yeah, Chase took a few <laughs> little old spins around over there at the Chili Bowl, didn't he? Which Chase? Chase, yeah, Chase Elliott and our and our good buddy Chase Briscoe there racing Rowdy and Travis Brayton on top of that. Okay, I just yeah, Chase Briscoe went for a heck of a or not Chase Briscoe Chase Elliott. I did it again. Chase Briscoe made the A main. Chase Elliott had a bad flip. Yeah, he did. Guys, I'm telling you, really bad. Uh, how is he? Hi, uh, he, he he's all right. He was well, just uh, you know it was a pretty big spin. Oof. Big money. Well, it's it. You know what? For, for all the, I just read an interesting article on on it. Uh, money-wise, it doesn't even come close to the biggest paying race for that division all year. And considering the magnitude of the event, the feature winner isn't, you know, it's not that as considerable as you would think. But you ask any of the owners, any of the drivers, uh, and they're racers, guys, well, it's not really about the money. They want the Golden Driller Trophy. Uh, let's face it, that, that's a big uh, event to capture, isn't it, Kyle? Yeah, it was a very competitive race. Uh, Christopher Bella, the most laps. Uh, Tanner Thorson was able to pass him late and uh, hold him off. Um, yeah, 
Uh, Larson finished sixth. I think Rico was third. So not a bad, you know, not not the night they wanted. But uh, how about uh, how about twenty twenty one Big Diamond modified speed uh, modified champion Tim Buckwalter making the A main for the Chili Bowl? Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, seeing him make the, the the A main is you know a PA driver getting in is always good. Right. Uh, right. Hi, but uh, listen, yeah, we were watching guys, all the uh, let, stuff. Uh oh, Kyle, let's let's uh-oh. let's bring in our 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 main guest of the night. Guys, I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Charles Crawl. How's it going, Charlie? It's going very well, guys. How are you? Hey, yeah, we're Charlie. doing great. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, yes, I can. Yes. That is so, all Charlie, that matters at this point. Hey, big weekend <laughs> testing uh, down in, in Daytona. A lot of folks want to qualify, man. Want to get yeah. Certified. I'll tell you what, we had what thirty four cars and sixty five drivers or something like that down there. That's uh, incredible, uh, considering where we were two years ago. Um, I think we've come a pretty long way here the last couple of years. That gives me a lot of optimism heading into the season. Well, uh, Charlie, you know, a lot's going on. And with that being said, the uh, field count's looking pretty stout. Yeah, I think we'll be um, – I think we'll be a little higher than we were last year at Daytona, personally. I think we'll be uh, 35 to 38 cars on our entry list, which I think would be great. And, uh, you know, there's no guarantees, but that's just where I'm thinking personally based on – you know, conversations we've had here in the off season. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, Daytona, it's well, less than a month away. So let's do it. Hey, Charlie, you got Chi-Town. Say hello to hey, Ashley for all Chi-Town. of us, please, will you? Oh, she's sitting right here. Say hi to her, guys. Hey, hey, hey sweetie. Hey, hey, Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, they like you guys. They like me. <laughs> no, we don't. We call them to talk to her, Charlie. Not you. You know that, Charlie. Right here, I'm figuring it out by now. <laughs> All right, Charlie. You know, I, I was looking at the list, uh, uh, the the people testing, and nothing really, no name really jumped out at me, except maybe one, and that was because I had a connection of watching them run the Super League miles for a few years. That was Greg Van Alls. Uh, I just, wow, I, I'm really surprised uh, they've made a big jump and they just improved and improved as the season went along and to go down and they sort of do what they did. What was your impression on that, sir? Uh, I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, there's a couple of a couple of those independent underdog stories that we really have highlighted here the last couple of years. Greg is one of them. Um, Andy mm-hmm. Jankowiak is the other. And, you know, Greg, uh, he was on top of the speed charts there. That's fantastic. Uh, he has got a lot of uh, a lot of momentum behind his operation right now. He's building a brand-new uh, barn in his backyard that he's going to use as his race shop. And, you know, his, his partners are really excited, and they've added a – uh, a car to their fleet and uh, you know he told me the car that he worked on uh, the car that he had there at daytona uh, is one that he had crashed last year and and did all the repairs on it himself and and he was really wow. really nervous to the racetrack because you know he <laughs> had been untested and, and if it wasn't good he was going to be the one who is who is at fault for it but, you know they did a did a really nice job getting that car back together and and, and getting it ready to go and 
Um, yeah, he, he's he's got a lot of momentum, and of course Andy uh, Andy J. Uh, as a matter of fact, I actually had lunch with him today. He was driving through Toledo, Ooh. taking his uh, engine up to Ilmore to get uh, refreshed before uh, the race at Daytona. And you know, he's got a lot going on. He's getting ready for the big uh, indoor race down at Atlantic City uh, next weekend. And you know, he is he's 100% in, in Atlantic City mode right now. But he he had a great test session down there at Daytona. And you know, those two guys really are exactly what you know, the Arca Racing Series, Arca Menard Series is all about. Boy, talk about, you know, forgetting where you're at here, Arca Menard Series. Um, that's, exactly what, uh, that's exactly the kind of guy that we're looking for to come and race with us. You know, the the guy who is transitioning from, you know, regional stock car racing into more of a national scope. And, you know, they've both done a really nice job with it. Well, with the, uh, the newer car being around now for a few years and uh, uh, used race cars now available, um, I, it just opens up a whole new door, like you said, uh, to these uh, regional teams. And I, I watched uh, Mr. Van Alst race for a few years with the Arca CRA Super Series and other big super late mile events, and he, he was always there. Uh, and they were always yeah. on a limited budget there also, so... Uh, I, I am. I'm going to keep an eye on them this year, and I appreciate your insight on that, Charlie. And before I turn it over to that wild guy, Kyle, uh, any predictions you want to share with us for the 2022 season? Uh, so one of the most interesting storylines, and this is one you're going to see us talking about quite a bit throughout the course of the season. Um, you know, obviously, you know, stock car racing for the bulk of its history has been dominated by males and almost all of them, the overwhelming majority have been white guys, just like me. <laughs> so uh, in yeah, 2022, yeah. Yeah. we've got, we've got five drivers that have committed to racing for the championship. Two of them are females. One of them is, uh, uh, is Latin American and the other is African American. Uh, I think that is huge uh so you talk about diversity equity and inclusion uh which is a big a big push in in nascar and in, and in the arkham and art series uh, you've got it you know we have got a very diverse group of of drivers going for this championship um you know in the two female drivers amber is from canada and tony Bridinger is arab american you know so it's you talk about the, just diversity um, and, and that's big for me. That is really, really big oh, for yes. me personally, and, it's, and I think it's going to be great uh, for I'll the Arkham and Archie go all across the country. Yeah, it's going to be great just to mm-hmm. be able to talk about these interesting stories and and how you know racing really does. It, we're reaching out to everybody, and and it's going to be great to see. Uh, I, I see the big change uh, in in the racing world in the past few years, and it's. It's going to be a few more years, but uh, uh, yeah, we're having a little twist there, and the uh, the old is kind of heading its way out. We're getting a whole new group of people interested, and we're going to welcome them all because hey, we're racers, and that's what we do. We welcome other racers. So hey, Charlie, thanks, buddy. 
All right, you got to deal with Kyle now, so I'm sorry. Turn him over to him, buddy. I'll talk to you guys later. It's it's been great. I'll talk to you guys later. (laughs) Have a good night, Charlie. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, it's Kyle Magda. Kyle, I forgot you were there. Oh, man. All right. right. You know what? I'm in in incognito mode a lot, so, you know, it's it's all right. Hey, uh, Kyle, uh, my buddy Mark Crystal says hello to you today, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I have not met that Mark. Mark from... Mark from FrontStretch.com. I actually had Mark, uh, Well, I had lunch twice today. Well, Charlie, I'm going to oh, bust nice. in here. I'm, I'm going to bust in here real quick, guys. Mark Crystal had a bad, unfortunate incident in Kansas City. He had two phone numbers he could have called because he knew both of us were there. He could have called me or he could have called Charlie. Charlie figured he'd be a better chance catching him than he would be, and he called Charlie. He was in a bad auto accident. Charlie, uh, good kudos to you, man. Uh, I don't think it was for you. Mark uh, would have had as easy of a time as he did. Thanks for helping him out, my friend. Well, that's what we're here for, man. If it was my uh, if it was my young daughter or my young son who was in a similar situation, I would hope that someone in my position would be there to help them out as well, so it's the least I could do. But yeah, Mark, well, uh, I had lunch with him and his dad here. They were driving through town as well, and uh, my first of two lunches today was with them, and they he, he wanted me to say hello to everybody at Rowdy Maglite. So. Thank you. Thank you. Kyle, we'll, we'll throw Thank it back you. to you, Kyle. It's, the microphone is all yours, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Charlie, it's Kyle here. Uh, my first question for you is um, I haven't been able to see it yet, but can you talk a little bit about Frankie Munez being there uh, for fast track racing, you know, having an actor coming in and, and running an ARCA car? Well, first and foremost, how cool is that, huh? <laughs> Frankie uh, came strolling through the garage about uh, 1030, and it, it, I went up and, and said hello to him, and he was smiling when I got to him, and I don't think he stopped smiling the entire time he was there. And uh, he's, he's pretty excited about it. I know that there still are a few details that he's got to work out uh, before he comes racing with us, but he, he really wants to make this happen. Um, you know, a lot of people don't remember that he was the pace car driver for the 2001 Daytona 500. And, you know, he's been into racing his entire life. Uh, he's won the Toyota celebrity race out at, you know, the Grand Prix of Long Beach. And, right. you know, he, he was on the track to actually said he had an IndyCar deal back in 2010. And he, he got hurt in a crash and, and injured his back and he had to, he had to miss out on it, but he's been waiting to get back into racing ever since. And he said, you know, I got to the point where I was just sitting around going, why am I not doing this? And, you know, he, he got himself uh, got himself into some late model racing last year, and I think he's looking to make that next step, and we would love to have him. Um, you know, there's, there's a great video of him up on the ARCA website right now, and um, I think he'd bring a lot of energy and enthusiasm and, and a great attitude, which is – um, you know, key to the whole thing. And, you know, selfishly as the PR guy, I think he'd bring a lot of uh, attention to it as well. So we absolutely would love to have him, and, uh, and hopefully he gets uh, all, the, uh, all the details worked out, and hopefully we'll see him before too long. My second question is, other than Frankie Munez and Greg Van Alst, who was some, what were some other takeaways that you saw from the Daytona test? Well, it was great to have somebody like Dale Quarterly there. Dale was driving for Bobby Gerhardt, and, you know, Bobby retired a couple of years ago and wasn't with us 
last year, um, but it's great to see him and his brother, brother Bill, back at the racetrack with their number five car. And, you know, a lot of people in the Northeast remember Dale Quarterly as a, a motorcycle champion and then a push north regular. And uh, he's, he's saying he's going to run, you know, four or five races, and it looks like he's picked a pretty good schedule. That'll see him run, you know, races in the Arkham Menards East, Arkham Menards West. Uh, and maybe even the couple of dirt track races that we've got later on in the summer. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, it was great to see all the Road to Daytona participants down there. I, I rode uh, my my second leg of my flight from Charlotte to Daytona on Thursday night. I rode next to Mason Diaz, who was third in the East Series points last year. Mason had a great time down there. It was great to see him and uh, visit with him for uh, an hour and a half on our way down there. and. I spent some time with Hunter Jack, uh, who was down there as well. And Hunter, of course, coming from the ARCA CRA Super Series, uh, was really good to see him. And, you know, that's really cool. We're actually looking to try to expand the Road to Daytona next year. Um, Details on that are still being worked out. And um, hopefully you'll see an announcement on that here in in the coming weeks and months. But, uh, yeah, we'd like to get some more people involved in that Road to Daytona program and, uh, yeah, I, I, there, there weren't too many surprises down there. Um, you know, it was a very calm couple of days. Um, you know, everybody just out there looking to make some laps, get their setups, get their drivers comfortable, get them approved, and uh, lock and load and, and reload and come back in February, get ready to race. Boy, uh, Charlie, the participation in the manufacturers are, you know, kind of, you see the shift and the new players coming in. It's pretty incredible. Yep. Uh, I think we've seen uh, Chevrolet's getting involved with, you know, with Daniel Dye and GMS and, you know, Toyota, of course, uh, still throwing a lot of backing towards Venerini Motorsports and Joe Gibbs Racing. And, you know, Venerini had their full contingent of drivers down there. Um, and I think we'll see some uh, some impressive runs out of some of the folks in the Ford camp as well, um, you know, including – Including my buddy Andy J. I think he's going to have a pretty stout race car when he gets back in February. Where can they keep up with Arkham Menard series, Charlie? Give us a follow on Twitter at Arca underscore racing. Uh, of course, you can check out all of the uh, news, notes, and quotes at arcaracing.com. And uh, we look to uh, have people watching us live on FS1 season opener coming up on February 19th, 1.30 Eastern time. Should be a good one. Charlie, looking forward to seeing you there, and uh, tell that lady next door to you there. I said hello, and I'm still steady with the same one. So all, all is clear sailing. Well, well, Rowdy, I'm glad to hear that because I don't want you stealing her away from me. Hey, she's a married woman now. She is, but you never know. If she's got some options, she might run to you. I don't know. Well, hey, you keep eating two lunches a day. I'm looking better. You're you're a handsome dude, Rowdy. You're a handsome dude. Stay away from me. You got that? Uh, Charlie, you know, truly, we appreciate, you know, we appreciate y'all being part of the show, man, and uh, looking forward to seeing you. You got it. We'll see you guys down in Daytona, if not before. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, Charlie. Thanks. Bye safe bye. travels, Thank you guys. Bye. Thanks, Ashley. You guys have safe travels. Bye-bye. All right. Charlie Corral. And <laughs> Ashley, bring it in on. Oh, she's a sweetheart. Great lady. Uh, 
they had some early twists and turns, and they worked them out. Uh, now they're together, and it's great. Uh, yeah, uh, they somehow uh, make each other better, and that's not a bad thing, is it, guys? Nope. Well, you know, one of the things we have not been able to see each other in two years because of COVID. I was able to see Ashley a couple times last season. I saw her at Toledo. Uh, Charlie was out doing some uh, giveaways and promotions, and she was there to keep him company. And as I was saying hello to Charlie and, and just getting to set, he had a little conversation. Here comes that Italian gal from Chicago. She knows I'm from there, too. And uh, that was it. Didn't get to talk much Charlie the rest of the day, guys. Uh, but, yeah, fun, fun couple. Uh, always look forward to spending time with the Browdy. And uh, Kyle, uh, yeah, she'll, she's going to uh, entrance you, too, my friend. Watch out. Hi, Mark. I'm going to let you bring in our next guest here. We got another guest? Who do we got coming in here, Rowdy? I think we got... I think we got Guy that raced at Elko, Rookie of the Year. Well, with I'm looking at my board. Kind of I'm waiting for him. Oh, there it is. There it is, Rowdy. All right. We've, we've got one of those northern numbers up here. Uh, I'm not sure if we got Teddy or Terry. I can't remember the numbers, but let's bring them back. We'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, and welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Thanks for calling in. Which one of you Hello, this is Seven K Racing. Hey, oh, we got guys. Oh, we got Southern K Racing now. Yay. And which That sounds like Teddy. This is Teddy. Yes, it is. Hi, Teddy. Oh, rookie of the great. year. Hey, this is Rookie of the Year at Elko. Yes, it is. Buddy. And for Minnesota and NASCAR. Ooh, it gets better, Rowdy and Kyle. Well, congratulations, buddy. We're so glad you decided to give a shout to us and get heard. And that means you were listening, my friend. You, oh, you we guys, always uh, love to listen to the show. <laughs> you guys were the little engine that could. You started out chugging along, and all of a sudden, bang. Well, you were there, uh, so, uh, Teddy, so you, you got an awesome award there, uh, Rookie of the Year. Now, what was your biggest? What was your biggest obstacle get to get rookie of the year? Well, the the competition, um, you know, Elko Speedway. I'd say it's the toughest competition that you could ever find in the country. Um, you know, you gotta really be on top of your game um, for speed and for setup. But just uh, you know, with how many cars they got there this year. I mean, we had five rookies to start off the season. Well, uh, big transition over from what you was pricing in, isn't it? Oh, yeah, from legends to late models. I mean, I mean, it's it's a really big transition. All right, Teddy. You got Chi-Town again. You know what? I got to spend a wonderful, funny evening. I I don't know if I enjoyed the racing or spending time with you and the family when I'm at Elko or the combination of both, but it's such a good time. 
uh, wandering around, watching the races with you guys, uh, getting your opinions, your mom, your dad. There's always cake or something with Terry Burnham always hanging around. So, you know, thank you, Terry. I appreciate it, too. But, and I think we may have Terry on the other side. Terry, you with us? No, this would be Mark Crystal. Uh-oh, I should have recognized it. Mark, thank you for joining us this evening. We have our good friend from 7K Ready, Teddy Kate, who's the Rookie of the Year in the Elite Models at Elko Speedway. Mark Crystal writes for uh, 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 Front Stretch, and uh, he's seen your race, bud. So, Mark, you got any questions for Teddy? No, I just, everything I've been seeing, he's been steadily improving. Uh, where does he think he needs to improve most this year? Um, you know, I think just getting seat time in the car, um, you know, being my first year in a late model, the the whole goal the first half of the season was just to get seat time. And once you get more and more laps under your belt, um, you know, you, you get that seat time and, you know, you get comfortable with the car. So that definitely helped there. And I, I think that's where we improved. Um, and, you know, just throughout the weeks, we got faster and faster. We got better. I got more comfortable. And, you know, it seemed like every week, you know, we were starting up better up towards the front. Um, so I think that's where we made our big games. Well, you know, practice perfect. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> I definitely will. You know, Terry always kept us well informed on the uh, uh, the comings and goings with the Southern K Racing guys, and uh, it was a learning curve for you. Uh, it took you a while to get your baseline on that late model, but once you did, that's when that improvement started, wasn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Where'd you hear that phrase before, guys? Hey, Kyle, what what do you have for Teddy? Hey, Teddy, it's Kyle here. Uh, first question is, uh, did you watch the Chili Bowl Saturday night? Absolutely, and that was a really, <laughs> really good race. Any surprises oh, stick out to you in the race? Um, One of them was actually, you know, like Kyle Larson. Um, he was battling, you know, back there in fifth, but I was I was really shocked not to see him up front, but uh, Christopher Bell, man, he was uh, he was on like a rocket. I guess my second question is, uh, you know, what what are your plans for the season? What are you what are you doing now? Now are you still sticking to late models, or uh, I mean, what are you what are you doing? Yeah, we're gonna still stick to late models. Um, Elko starts later in the season, kind of late May. So earlier in May, late April, we're going to go over to Wisconsin and stuff. Um, you know, we're probably going to run down at La Crosse in Wisconsin or maybe go to Marshfield, Wisconsin, um, just to some different places earlier on the season. Then we're going to go back to Elko when they open up and they're going to run all their events and then maybe run a little bit after Elko is done for their season. What about your uh, brothers? Or, uh, I know they're probably listening with you. How they do this year? We want to know about Desai and uh, Mr. Jackson, Ashton Jackson, that is. How they do this year, guys? Hey, uh, Odie. Hey, Mark. How are you guys? Hi. Me, Jackson. Hey, guys. 
Action Jackson. So our so uh, we don't really know what we're doing next year, and we're really open to all opportunities that are coming up. And we were kind of bummed this year. We kind of had a little bit of struggles, but uh, we're happy with with what we got and. Um, just hope we can find some for next year. Hey guys, this is uh, Josiah. So um, I have the same thing kind of with Jackson. Um, we're looking into more stuff, maybe looking into ask, into um, dirt or road. So we're really open to opportunities out there. And um, right. our season didn't really go well for me. We um, Struggled last year with the legend car. Uh, our first race, we went out there. My uh, car got wrecked by somebody whose throttle stuck. And then um, a couple weeks later, the motor blew because after they get a big wreck, they would become tie bombs. And you can, yeah. don't really know when they're set off. So, But we did really good the rest of the year that we raced. I almost got top 10. And, uh, yeah, so we're looking for new opportunities. All right, guys. Hey, Teddy, let's talk Teddy, let's talk about the guys that uh, helped make you go to get Rookie of the Year, your sponsors. I'd absolutely <laughs> love to say them out loud. Um, first of all, i got to thank the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I, I wouldn't be doing this. Now, on to our sponsors. I got to thank Trivodine Performance Lubricant, the best oils that you can ever find in the world, Full Car Indoors in Maple Grove, the Car Lot of New Prague, Jerry's Abra Auto Body and Glass out of Mankato, Minnesota, Westfall Construction, Yoder Farms, A Plus Dump Grinding, Vermilion Creek Homes, GNL Collectibles, Kelly Telfer's Fine Arts, Ryan's Automotive, Youth Impact Racing, Terry and Judy Burnham, Eric Bolmson, Joseph Alverson, Mike Nesbitt, Racing Empire, and Skagit Speedway. And that's what it takes to make Teddy go round and round to be Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Teddy, I, I, I honestly, that, that's, a, to me, knowing Elko, that's a pretty big accomplishment. To, and, and I'm 66 years old. I'm saying that's a pretty big accomplishment for your age. Yes, I, I definitely believe what you say. Um, it's a really, really tough field. Um, even, like, the top 15 cars, they got a chance to win. So uh, when when you can put about 30 cars on a little short track for 30 laps with no cautions and no lap cars, it's uh, it's pretty incredible. But I love the competition there because it, it teaches me how to be a better driver. Um, Elko's got some banking to it, so it's a two-groove racetrack. But the competition will teach you how to race, and that's what makes you a better driver. Well, thanks a lot. Well, you know, Rowdy, we uh, uh, my Alco visit last year. One of one of the best parts of the day is uh, Josiah was able to join me and walk down into the infield and check out uh, some of our ARCA buddies. And uh, as we were waiting to head back out to the uh, outside pit area. Uh, we have to be joined by uh, a gentleman running around on a scooter. 
Uh, he happens to own one of the bigger race teams in ARCA, and that was Big Bill Venturini. And the two of them spent a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes chatting away. And I think you really impressed Bill Venturini, Josiah, and I think if you'd met at your brothers, he would have been impressed with them too. Uh, they're a great racing family. Congratulations to you all. You're the reason Teddy was able to do it. So, And thanks for calling in and listening. We appreciate it, and we love you all. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having <laughs> us on the show. Thank you. Thank you. You made the show better, guys. Thanks again. All right, guys. Oof. <sighs> that was a busy show. That's the most we've talked all year. Yeah. We got to get back into shape here, guys. So, uh, did you see where Chubb Racing's uh, got Josh White in three three races for the year? Josh was down. Guess getting. Uh, yeah, I think that's the uh, uh, remnants of a split of two of a race team that went their separate ways together, Rowdy. And uh, yeah. I'm not surprised to see that. I wish them the best of luck. Um, uh, we uh, we have relationships with sides, so we're not going to say anything at all about that. We just want them to race good uh, and uh, race clean and uh, be safe out there. So, wow. I just see the ARCA series, and Kyle, Rowdy, you and I have talked a little bit about it. It's just going to be a little bit more developmental than we're used to. Uh, with the Veteranies and GMS now and their involvement with Chevrolet and the Ford camp, as Charlie was talking about, uh, there's got to be a place to train and run these younger drivers, and uh, that's where ARCA makes it uh, for racing purposes, fairly affordable compared to other forms of racing. So it's not cheap. It's in a very, very expensive run an Arthur car. But considering what it costs to possibly run a truck, Xfinity, or even Cup, it's considerably less. And Rowdy, Kyle, we've talked about it too. The uh, the 20 race schedule, uh, the way it's spread out, uh, everything's heavy duty from basically Memorial Day through Labor Day. You're racing almost every weekend with the occasional weekend off. And then the spring and the fall, you're a little bit more spread out. And luckily for me and where my geographic location is, uh, I get to see a lot of those ARCA races, as does Kyle and Rowdy when they come to visit. So we're looking forward to that this coming season. And Kyle, what you got to look forward to? Well, uh, like like Charlie said, I know we got the indoor race in Atlantic City in a few weeks. I know that's kind of the big next racing event in the Northeast. Uh, what's coming up around here? I know the motorsports show on Friday and Saturday down in Oaks. That'll that'll be going on. And then uh, the, the the races at Boardwalk Hall. The next weekend's already the start of the NASCAR season. So. Uh, can't forget about the Mahoning Valley Banquet uh, Saturday, February 5th, scheduled for. So uh, that's kind of what's, what's coming up in, the, in this area, what's going on. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the snow clears out and we get to go racing here soon outside. Hey, guys, Oof. listen, we got Colin in from the front stretch. Mark Crystal, welcome to the show, Mark. 
Hey, guys. Mark. How are you? How was Toledo? <laughs> it was good. We were just passing through um, and uh, met Charlie for lunch. Apparently, he might be putting on a few pounds and two, two lunches <laughs> today. But um, yeah. Yeah, it was good to see him. Oh, it's always good to spend time with Charlie. And uh, I'm a little envious there that you got to do that today. Uh, there's some great places to have lunch in Toledo area also. And uh, I hope you hit one of the local joints. Uh, we went for a little more mainstream because we both of us were a little tighter on time. But still a good time catching up and talking a little arca racing and seeing him under better circumstances than the last time I personally did. Are you heading to Daytona, Mark? I am not. Uh, I'm not sure what my schedule will be this year, but um, we've got some good things going on uh, for ARCA coverage uh, for Front Stretch for this year. Uh, working on a few um, few stories as we speak. Hopefully those will be forthcoming soon. Well, uh, I'm glad to hear you've been keeping it busy. I'm glad you're, you're feeling okay from your exploits in Kansas City, I take it. <laughs> Let's not do that again, shall we? Well, you know what? Not everybody can say they survived playing bumper cars with multiple semi-trucks in a small vehicle. And uh, if there's safety built into these newer cars, you've surely proved that fact, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like in NASCAR, we haven't had major injuries in a while. The worst that I had was some <laughs> whiplash and sore, sh- sore shoulders. So we'll take it. Well, I was, you know... I just was kind of flashing back, Rowdy and Kyle, to, uh, to the Kansas City uh, Media Center, and I walk in and found our spot, and on one side of me to the right was Kyle and Rowdy's uh, set up at the, in the workstation, and on the other side of me directly there was Mark Chris. So I go, well, wow, this is going to be a fun weekend. And Mark never showed up. And I was like, what the heck's going on? Something must be up. And I knew something was up, but I didn't know. And uh, uh, thank goodness uh, you, you had those two people you thought of. You called Charlie, and uh, he was able to take care of you. And thank goodness for that, Mark. Uh, he really helped out, I know, a lot. Yeah, it was it was definitely a blessing. And, uh, you know, ended ended what was a fun racing series, getting back to the track, getting some good storylines, having some folks um, – Heck, having Jesse Love at Iowa come up and be like, I want to be interviewed by you. And it's like, we'll do something good on the track then. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's good. And uh, we've been forging some, forging some relationships with some sources and uh, working with some drivers for uh, some good storylines that uh, hopefully we'll have out before uh, the season breaks for Daytona. Seems I'm not going to possibly make Daytona either. So maybe you and I will have to get together, have a, Quick uh, Italian beef at Portillo. Sorry, Rowdy, but you get to go to Daytona. So Mark and I will <laughs> suffer at Portillo's. Um, I'll tell you all about that then, Mark. We'll, we'll, I'll give you a shot tomorrow. But thanks for calling in and checking in with us. And then uh, glad you're feeling good. And uh, we gave Charlie a little shout-out for taking good care of KC. And uh, give my best to your dad. I, I hope your grandfather's still doing good. Yeah, yeah. Smart. We're all, we're all, we're all, uh, we're all itching to go 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 racing. Well, it, as it, are it, we. We're 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 
We can see the light. It's coming. <laughs> it's going to be we're, fun, we're gonna boys. Little, we're going to do a little split up early in the year. Uh, Rowdy, Daytona time, we're going to cover the 24 hours. Just decided that speed fest was too important to not cover. And when Rowdy asked if I would go and cover the late models, uh, well, he knew what my weakness was. It didn't take long for me to say, yeah, did it, Rowdy. Well, Cordell's announced that. Kyle and Mark, y'all got to go visit Cordell. Mm-hmm. That's got that's got to be on your bucket list. It's a, it's a really neat track. Three wide racing in the pros and the supers, guys, going into turn, basically going to turn three for whatever reason. It's an odd shaped track. It's four tenths of a mile. The baking's a little different. Uh, the sight lines are fantastic, even from the infield. So, uh, yeah, Mark, you want to take a ride next week and uh, help share gas expenses? Let me know. I'll take you with me. Um, yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna. This is gonna be a. This is gonna be a good year. Um, got some things in the works with front stretch and uh, Arca coverage is gonna be. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think. Um, I think last year we built some good good, good momentum, um, being at you know the races that we I was and races that you guys were, and uh, it's going to be a good year for all of us. I hope so. Well, uh, you know, Mark, you had a little question for me. I don't know if I ever got back to you on it or not, or or you were kind of wondering about uh, the CRA not uh, being at any races at Berlin this year, and evidently the two big super late mile races are going to be sanctioned by the West Coast SRL series. Did you know that? I did. It's going to be neat to see some of the West Coast guys. And, hey, uh, mm-hmm. give credit to Jeff Striegel on the staff at Berlin Raceway. I think one of the races pays, I believe, $15,000 to first place, and the other pays 30000 So that's that's the money to go, go racing at. And Jeff Striegel and his staff have done a marvelous job with the their winnings from the Advanced Auto Parts track challenge competition that ensued last year and um mm-hmm. it's it's going to be some they got a great facility and um you know i'm glad that they're going to be back that they are on the arca schedule this year um so that you know we have surveillance to cover and as well as just to showcase what really is a unique track well i know that when i get up to berlin rowdy and kyle uh i'm pretty sure i'm going to see mark crystal there uh because we, whatever races we're attending, they're the bigger events, and the racing is just so darn good. And it Bobby, is. you know that. Yeah, it yeah, is. You've been it there. Is. You've seen it. I can understand so, it. Another bucket list track for uh, for you, Kyle. Got to get you to Berlin. Mark, thanks a lot for calling in tonight, my friend. My pleasure. We'll have to. We'll have to. Uh... When these front stretch stories break, we'll have to come on and share a good portion with you boys. I, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks a lot. My Thanks, Mark. I'll give you a shout tomorrow. Beautiful. Talk to you later, Kyle. All right. Be good, buddy. All right. All right thanks. All right, guys. Let's crank her on down here. Uh, Kyle, what you got Ooh. to take us out of here, man? Well, like I said, the uh, motorsports show coming up this weekend at Oaks, uh, Friday, January 21st, Saturday, January 22nd, 
there's going to be an appearance by uh, legendary NFL coach Dick Vermeil um, there to reach. I think wow. he's restoring one of his father's cars. Um, he'll be making an appearance Saturday. So, uh, you know, good for the Eagle. The Eagles faithful um, coming back. You know, the whole you know the the, the best the greatest show on turf 1999 with the St. Louis Rams and Kurt Warner. So uh, definitely, you know, a lot of history there. And, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of cars there. I know I know. Uh, I think one of the college cars is going to be there for the Xfinity Series at the Pocono Raceway booth. So uh, going to keep your eyes out for that. So a lot planned. A lot of, a lot of drivers going to be there, a lot of local guys. I know Billy Pouch Jr. is planning on being there. Um, you'll probably get some other drivers as well. There will be a lot of driver appearances. So you're not going to want to miss that. Uh, Allentown, or excuse me, Atlantic City indoor races the weekend after at Boardwalk Hall. Um, you know, Ryan Flores is going to try and get another win, see, see if Andy Jankowiak can get a victory in Atlantic City. Um, he's not he's not too bad on the, in those TQ midgets. So um, that's kind of what I got coming up, getting ready for the race season and uh, trying to sort through all these schedules and, and get it finalized. What about you there, Mark? Oof, thanks, Rowdy. You know what? Uh... Wow, we're in the third week of the season already. doesn't seem like it's been going a lot longer. And before we know it, we're going to be saying, wow, we're just talking about the start of the season. But it is. Uh, there is a late-mile race this weekend. Uh, check out on Racing America, formerly Speed 51. If you're a member, you'll be able to watch it on Saturday evening. Uh, it's otherwise fairly quiet this coming weekend. Uh, you'll have the NFL playoffs. Wow, that following weekend, it's an overload of racing to start the year, Rowdy. Uh, we've got you and Daytona Town covering the Rolex 24 at Daytona, uh, one of the premier world events in racing. And uh, a little envious, a little jealous, but uh, we're going to take care of this back, Rowdy and Kyle, and we're going to get ourselves a little more mobile, a little more flexible, and less wobbly the rest of the year. So we'll take care of that situation and we'll work on the rest of the season. Well, looking forward uh, to Cordell. The Thanks. whole deal. Uh, yeah. The whole deal, Mark. Yeah, Rowdy. The long stretch, man, you got to, we got a long season. We can't let mm-hmm. the year be, we can't let the first two races knock you down. No, well, yeah, but the, the hardest part about it is it was just two regular races. It's not. It's Daytona. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's February, and I want to get the heck out of Chi-Town in the middle of winter. We'll deal with it. Got it out of my system. I've said it now. But, uh, no, I'm looking forward, so forward to looking to Cordell, uh, being able to go down there again. And, and uh, that it is. It's a really neat, nice facility. The racing is excellent. Uh, they'll have some good fields. I'll see some of our friends that we need to see and some people that we really do need to see at business ends. And, uh, Rowdy, there's nobody better to cover Daytona and take care of things down there than the, the leader of uh, the partnership. So we're sending our lead partner down to Daytona to take care of business. So uh, keep an eye out for us at the races. Man, I'm telling you, uh there was no off season. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, two light, weeks? That, that light was shining bright and bright and brighter, Rowdy. So, hey, till Thursday night, we'll see ya.
Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, hey, Thanks, uh, Kyle. Kyle. Thanks a lot for Thanks, being Brody. part of it. Tonight's show was all scheduled by Kyle Magna. So, uh, from Mark to uh, Charlie, that was all Kyle Magna. Production. Way to go, Kyle. Appreciate it, Kyle. Stepping up to play. Play it. Guys, hey. We got, all the red, hey we got Red 38 coming up real soon in Oh, yeah. Let's rub it in some more, Rod. I'd love to be down there for that, too. So, <laughs> All right. The light's shining bright, Roddy. We'll see you Thursday night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.